What's up, listeners? Football is back on this week's pod. We'll start out by drafting our top five most badass moves ever displayed in movies and TV. We'll give a couple thoughts on week one, but more importantly, Coin and I started out blazing hot, and we'll look to keep the bookie show train rolling in week two. Lastly, Stumptown, then we out. Let's do it. That, my friends, is the sound of a couple crisp brews being cracked. And this is the sound of your favorite podcast, The Rookie Show. That's right, everybody. Welcome back to The Rookie Show. I am one of your hosts, Travis Knoll. Joining me, as per usual, Mr. 503. Get on your Vin Diesel, Jason Statham, and Dr. Evil cosplay outfits and head on down to the convention center for Comic Coin. Elvis Coin, a what up coin. A uh, looking svelte, gearing up for another epic soundtrack on Noel's band together. It's Justin Slimberlake, what up, Noel? <laughs> Justin Slimberlake? Yeah. Ooh, you look, okay. You're looking, you're looking svelte and trim right now. So I'm not even gonna call you fat this episode. God, that's really nice. I did, uh, I did weigh in at 2:07 this morning, which is actually Ooh. like the lightest I've been in some time. I don't know why, because I stopped working out two weeks ago, so I, it doesn't make any sense. I think, I think I was actually gaining a little muscle. I think I was getting a little too beefy, so I had to, I had to cut back. Mm, you had to back off a little bit. Yeah, that makes sense. But I probably gained 12 pounds today. I had a gigantic lunch with Vetter, and then uh, <laughs> while I was at lunch, Katie texted me, "Should we get pizza tonight?" And I'm like, "Yes." Uh, yeah, we should. So now I just had a shitload of pizza. So anyway, coin. Yeah. How you doing? I'm good, man. Just good. living life. Football's back. It's all I can ask for. When was the last time we? This is. Is this three straight weeks that we've potted? Oh baby, we're technically last week was a yeah. quick one, but it counts. Yeah. It definitely counts. We're in the thick of it, especially things. when we gave out content of just straight wins. Mm-hmm. Oh my god! Probably our from a from a percentage standpoint, our best week ever, maybe. Yeah. I don't know that we've ever done that before. We will get to that. Why don't we start with this? What are you drinking for me this evening, Coin? No, I slacked a little bit and did not run out to the store. I kind of ran out of some time. Um, But I have for you, I'm not sure if I've had one on here. Have you you had the San Juan seltzers? I have had the San Juans, yes. Oh, did you have them in San Juan? I don't think so, but I think I've had them before. Okay. It's not, it's not a bad seltzer. This one's the Rainier Cherry. It is very cherry-y, which I'm normally into, but it's kind of a, a lot, not going to lie. I was going to say, I know you're a cherry guy, so if it's too cherry-y for you, that's, that's yeah, just Yeah, it's too cherry for coin. So I, I, I think Joe brought them over. He's a big fan because I think I've told you about his buddy that, whose dad started Cinnabon. He's also mm-hmm. a big investor in this company. Okay. So he likes to okay. drink them pretty often. He had them over at our house, and the only ones left in our fridge where there was like three cherries. And I was like, ah, his least favorite, I see. So our fridge is full of black cherry White Claws <clears throat> and cherry uh, San Juan seltzers. <laughs> okay. Well, yeah. I'm glad you had something to drink. Uh, I would something. not have reached for the cherry. So, I, I mean, obviously it was the only one left, but I'm sure I have not had that flavor. Is, is my yeah, favorite, so. good call. I would avoid it if I were you. Uh, the, the, can, the can is fine. It kind of honestly looks like a Tabasco bottle. Gun that got that diamond yeah. shape. It's just it it's does. a pretty basic red red uh, red full can with some nice little highlights at the top. Like some kind of looks like the Dr Pepper 
It's not like camo, but it's like bubbles. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Sure. Um, and sure. then it's just got the white diamond logo of San Juan. It's got the San Juan Islands in the background. It's 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 nice. It's fine. It's pretty clean. All okay. the you know all these all these seltzer cans just kind of fucking blend together. They're lame. They're pretty weak. Yeah, they're lame. Yeah. That that needs to be the next iteration. Is a, is a sleek can for a seltzer? I think. Yeah. I I is it? Do you think it's just the tall skinny can? Is that does it not lend itself to like a creative vehicle? It's a good question. We need to get an expert on here. We need to get a can label labeler right. on here. I mean, like they can do it on the, the the sixteen ounces, but I guess those are just as wide as the twelve. So it's the width, not the height, that's the problem. Yeah, so. kind of feels maybe. Like maybe. I think they're just lazy. I mean, Coors, yeah. like Coors Light cans are like. I know you. We're kind of uh, numb to them, but they're kind of nice cans. You know. I you I can, like. You can do some stuff. I mean, yeah. we've talked about the ingenuity on the on the can. Well, I mean, the, yeah, the Blue Mountains is a whole other thing, but yeah, exactly. just nice cans in general. So, anyway, and we're, that, we're challenging. Yeah, I guess we're I was challenging go the out, seltzer like, makers out there to do better. Because even even the the big beer brands with their basic like the like Coors, Bud Light, Budweiser, they still at least have. I mean, Bud Bud Light would be like the template. It feels like for basically all seltzer cans, it's kind of this pretty basic one color with block logo, whatever it is, whatever. But then you look at like a Coors Banquet can. It's nice. It's pretty. It's gold. It's got like the blue ribbon on it. Um, even Some the Budweiser with lettering. the big red kind of is like a very iconic can. Um, and then like you said, Coors, Coors Light. It's nice. Differentiate yourself. Do something different. Seltzer makers, you got an opportunity. It's been long yeah. enough. We've had enough of these. I th- what do you think I'm of High Noon up. cans? They're, high Noons are all I right. like High Noon cans. They're yeah. probably better than most. You know? Yeah. Some at least I know right. what I'm grabbing. Right. But yeah. they still, it's still too much like gray and white on the can around yeah. it. Yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Noel, what do you got for me? Yeah. Coin, I've gotten a beer. I've got a beer for the first time in some time. This one is called the, the Full Lamonti. Um, ah. It is made by Pollyanna Brewing, which is, believe it or not, uh, in Lamont, Illinois. Hence mm-hmm. the name. Um, it is a golden ale. And it is really good. I gotta say, this is nice and cold too. As I mentioned, I put it in the freezer for a couple hours. This is this is solid. Like I would buy this again. Really nice tasting beer. The labels is it's all right. It's uh probably some old building in Lamont, I guess, with the little clock. Uh, yeah, it's got like the, the London tower, style. But London style. What clock. do you call that? Clock um, pole? Mm, clock pole? Yeah, something like that. <laughs> I sure. don't know what that is. Yeah. Um, just white and green. It is a label, but you know, beggars can't be choosers. It, it makes up for, uh, the label in taste. So do you think that they went with the full Lamonti and then they were like, we got to make it a pretty bare can with just a few extra things on it because of the name? Yeah. Like, you know, like the full Monty is being in the nude. Hmm. I didn't know that. Yeah. I, I've heard the expression for the full Monty and I didn't know that that's what that meant. So. Oh, never mind. Full monting. Every, everything which is necessary, appropriate, or possible. I always thought it meant, like, going fully naked. Oh. Well, we could, we could start that. We could start calling Yeah. The well, there's Monty a movie naked. called The Full Monty, and it's pr- kind of part of the premise as they go, like, completely naked, and I think streak or whatever like that. Anyways. Okay. Oh, they decide to create their own male striptease act. So, yeah. I think they just played on words. They didn't think too much into it. That's fair. Yeah. Yeah. Didn't yeah. put much thought. That's fine. Oh, I'm glad it's a good beer. Yeah. 
Yeah. All right, Coin. Uh, what other beers you got for me? Uh, pretty light week of beers, honestly. Uh, another yeah. day, another wedding, though. You know, just just mm-hmm. continuing my reign over the last three years. Uh, a coworker sure. got married. Did a did a full bar, which was which was lovely. The um, it was funny. I showed up and gin and tonic is generally my wedding drink of choice, especially it was quite warm and uh, beautiful views though overlooking Mount Hood at this place. Uh, it was uh, it's a it's a called a crag rat cabin. Do you know what a crag rat is? Nope. They're the people that like climb up and uh, save climbers who are like in dangerous areas or whatever. So it's this, it's, I guess the crag rats at this place were the first ones like in America who were like, they're basically like firemen, but for mountains who like go up and okay. save people up there. And the way that they do, they have this nice little uh, venue and people running out it out for weddings is how they pay for their year round like services and, uh, pay for their employees and stuff like that so it's kind of cool yeah that's neat um, what's uh but, are you capable yeah. of scaling back your drinking if it's like a co-worker wedding versus a friend wedding well i'm pretty good at for the most part drinking at weddings like obviously i've gotten a little everybody's gotten a little too loose here and there oh, but yeah uh, I'm oh pretty you're, you're big. good at not getting too yeah I, I like to think stay hard and fast by the rule like be the second drunkest person at a wedding like do not mm-hmm. be the most drunk person at a wedding everybody remembers the first drunkest person yeah, it's a good rule. But yeah, I, th- I definitely was scaled it back a little at this one. I could say I, I did. So it was like an hour outside of Portland. And I had to ride with some coworkers. Uh, I definitely, by the time we were getting my coworker, other coworkers were ready to leave. Um, I was like, probably a good thing. I was half, about a half hour away from like really starting to cut a rug and turning it up. And then <laughs> at that point, the drinks are flowing. The bartender there was... Uh, Funny enough, she was running out of um, tonic water. So she's like, do you mm-hmm. mind if I just pour these heavy? And I was like, go for it. Uh, <laughs> so I'm drinking like triple gin and tonics like, to start Ooh. the night. I was like, woo-wee. Feeling it. It was nice. nice. Yeah. Okay. Um, Good. Other than that, pretty much nothing. I didn't have any beers on Sunday to commemorate or anything like that. I've uh, been pretty lax since, since that Friday night, honestly. That's good. I mean, we potted like less than a week ago, so not, not yeah, a lot of totally. days for beers. We don't have like several weeks in between. Correct. Uh, what do you got for me, Noel? Do you have any beers this weekend? Um, I did. I did want to point out, um, I don't think I said this on the last pod, but Katie and I went and got a uh, like scalp massage, like yeah. head rub type thing. Did I say it on the pod or did I just tell you I about it? I can't remember. Okay. If I said it on the pod, I apologize, but... Um, it was nice. I've uh, always wanted, I mean, I'm into the head rubs and uh, like when I go to the sport clips to get my hair cut, got to get that shampoo, let them massage it in. Love that shit. No doubt. Uh, it was, it was good. I would say I probably won't do it again. Like I'd probably, cause it was like the same price as like getting a, a full body massage. Uh, so it's like, eh, probably just get a full body massage next time. Yeah. Anyway, it, it was an experience. We'll just say. Um, beers wise, Saturday, I went to the Cubs game. We went with some of Katie's coworkers and, uh, I had decent amount of drinks before the game and then at the game. So, and it was a 1 PM game. So by like 4:30, I'm like, I'm kind of drunk. And, uh, we went home and like pretty much just crashed. Probably was asleep by eight o'clock on Saturday night. It was nice. Good for you. Just woke up yeah. ready for football Sunday, huh? Oh uh, yeah. I was ready for football. So. Uh, uh, we, what was I, gonna say? I, I, I know we talk about it all the time. God, I'm so jealous that you have a fucking baseball team. I want one so bad. Yeah. 
Uh, you want one that doesn't cost as much as the fucking Cubs. Like when they're good, these tickets Correct. are crazy. Like I'm not kidding you. And they're they're ten times uh, Sox tickets. Like you could get a weekend Sox ticket for eight bucks and a Cubs ticket for eighty. It's Ooh, ridiculous. That's a lot. Yeah, that's yeah, heck of not worth it. It's not yeah. worth. It. Uh, but yeah, and I think I'm. I think I told you this. I'm. Uh, one of our co, one of our subcontractors has a suite at the Bears game, so I, in a couple of weeks I may get to experience that. So we'll, I'll report back on that. Hell yeah! Did you did you request about or inquire about our, our trip? I did not. I think uh, I think my best. Mo- well, I didn't. I didn't have any contact with the people that actually. Uh, it was like through another one of my coworkers who invited me. So I have to feel it out. If we're like vibing with them, I'll be like, yeah, I've got. A handful of buddies coming in a couple of weeks going to the Bears or the Vikings game. We uh, uh, we're looking for some good tickets. See see if maybe I can poke my way in. Probably not. So like if it was that's what I one thing I noticed about um, like corporate tickets. If it's basketball or baseball, there's so many games that you can give out. But football, you got eight opportunities, yeah. and they're probably not going to give it to <laughs> one random. You know, guy that they work with and eight of his buddies, but you never know. You never know. So you never know. You truly Especially never know. Especially if the Bears are terrible, which they might, it looks like they might be. So, yeah, they might be really bad. Okay. Well, that'll do it for beers and we'll move on. That'll do it for beers and we move on. <laughs> um, all right, Coin, before we get to the foosball, yes. we're going to do some non foosball things. So, Hell this yes. next segment. I'm calling the badass moves draft. Yep. Um, this I'm not sure. From, I, I'm not entirely sure I did this right. No, I'm. I'm not either. Honestly, like, so how this came about is I was watching a movie and there was a badass move that took place in said movie, and I thought I'd like to rank that against other moves, and so I, I pitched it to you, and you said, "Yeah, let's do it." And then once I got my list together, I'm like, a lot of these like really don't feel like they're in the same category and uh, they don't really no. make a coherent list at all. It's really no. just an opportunity to uh, list some badass scenes in movies. That's about it. That's, that's kind of where I ended up going. <laughs> I, had, I had an idea off the bat and I wrote it down. I like pulled it up at work today and I wrote it down and then I was like, I don't know anything else in that vein, to be honest with you. <laughs> no, no, not really. So we're going to give it a shot, though. The idea is uh, moves that an individual perhaps uh, pulls off in a movie or a TV show that is badass, that makes you go, oh, fuck, that was fucking badass. Yeah. I would say most of mine are definitely in-fight related and maybe lead to or preceded by some kind of violence. There's one in here that I'm excited about that is not. That is not. Okay. Yeah, I've got some at the end that, like, really don't qualify, but in case you were to steal some of my picks, I'd throw them out there, so... I think the likelihood um, of us having the same picks on any of these is not that high. I agree. I agree. So that's why if you like take the one that like that this stemmed from, if you were to get the first pick and take that, I would be I would be just totally devastated. Okay. So good. But we're gonna have to go ahead and flip that coin though. Okay. Ready? I think we should flip. Yeah. Uh, flip. Uh, coin. Call in the air. Tails never fails. It is tails, Noel. You do get the number oh, one God, overall thank pick. God, thank God. Okay, Cohen. The reason this draft came about is I was watching. Katie was watching for the first time. Lord of the Rings: Return of the King. And I watched Legolas take down a big ass elephant 
and slide down his trunk and land on his feet. And I thought to myself, my God, that is a badass move. We should rank it against other badass moves. So Legolas taking down the elephant at, I looked this up, the Battle of Pelennor Fields. Again, have That's never seen called. Lord of the Rings, so. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I'm telling you. Oh, so you weren't going to take this one anyway. No, certainly okay, not. Okay, you're going to have to watch this clip because everyone else knows exactly what I'm talking about. Okay. It's fucking okay. sick. It's Orlando Bloom. He's got long flowing blonde hair and elf ears. He's got a bow and arrow. And uh, there's these giant elephants that are like probably 50 times the size of regular elephants. Mm-hmm. And he just, he just, there's like 50 dudes on top of it. And he just takes them all down and it's fucking sweet. I love it. So I That's totally, I, every time I bring up Lord of the Rings, I totally forget that you've never seen it. And so that made that pick less cool. Cause I wanted you to be like, great pick. Mm. Great pick, Noel. Okay, thanks, Clark. <laughs> well, I'll go with my first one that actually is in this like basically exact same vein then. Okay. So I'm going back to the Pirates of the Caribbean. It is the scene in the very first movie where the guards have him, and he's holding Keira Knightley, and he says, you remember this is the day as you almost captured Captain Jack Sparrow, and he kicks the rope, rides it up, drops the cannon on the dock, and all the guards like fall through, and he spins away. It's fucking awesome. That's exactly what I'm looking for, Corin. Well done. Yeah. And I was actually thinking uh, Pirates of the Caribbean, and I couldn't remember a specific scene or a specific move, so that, nothing makes me happier that, uh, that you pulled that off. It, so, yeah. But that's Jack Sparrow. That's not... I was thinking when you said him, I assume you meant Will Turner because we were already oh, talking no, about no. Orlando Bloom. But yes, Jack Sparrow. Uh, I will say yes. none of the rest of my picks are really that related to that one. No. I'd say mine go <laughs> no. in various directions. I'd say I have one that's in the same vein and I'll probably take it here. Uh, yeah, I think so. Okay. But I think that's a phenomenal pick. I love when, I love when a plan comes together there. All right, I'm going to go from a TV show that we've all seen, and that's Game of Thrones. Yeah. And I'm going to go with Arya Stark's dagger drop, killing the Night King. Yeah, that's a good pick. Yeah, so everyone thinks that last season of Game of Thrones was a travesty, which it was in a lot of ways. There's still some sick scenes and some sick moves. Um, It would be nice if the uh, Night King had been around longer than like one or two episodes, but the fashion in which he was defeated was pretty fucking sick. You gotta admit. You're like, oh, yeah. fuck. That was a badass move, Arya. Yes. She's a badass character. Much unlike somebody in a throwback Justin Tucker Ravens jersey. I think that that was <laughs> sick. Uh, you haven't come around yet on the J-Tuck <laughs> No, I jersey? definitely have not. <laughs> no. Oh, that reminds me. I was gonna get a... I, I still kind of want to get a Bears JT for the game we're going to. Oh, I'm getting, a, I'm getting a Kirky JT. Oh, that's sick. That's sick. Yeah. I've got a bunch I'm actually, of. Uh, I'm thinking about okay. just getting the one that says it's like almost in the Viking shape, and it says you Vike that. <laughs> oh, that's pretty good. That. I like that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, so Arya is my second pick. Good, good pick. Um, I'm gonna go in a kind of dif- different direction here. Okay. I'm good. going animated. Okay, good. And I am going it's to anime, not anime. Not anime, animated. Okay. I am going to the Lion King. Oh. And it is the scene where Scar kills Mufasa, and Mufasa's hanging mm. on the cliff, and he looks up at Scar, and he says, help me, and Scar claws both of his hands, and he flips him off the cliff. It's so fucking sick. Does he, I think he says, 
long live the king. The king, yes, yes, he does. Throw them off. Great call. I was trying to remember. I didn't want to butcher it. Yeah. I don't know if that's the line or something like that, but really nice pick. I mean, in an evil way. Because yeah. you're watching that, you're devastated. Your heart sinks. Devastated, like, Not obviously. Mufasa. But then in hindsight, you go, that was, that was a pretty badass move by Scar. Pretty badass. I would say I've probably seen Lion King 400 times in my life, if I had to guess. Maybe more. It's so good. It's so yeah. good. The music's good. I mean, musicals get me every time, but whew. Yeah. Lion King. Maybe I'll tee that up Money. later this week. Katie's going out of town. Maybe tomorrow night I'll watch Lion King instead, hey. of, the, uh, instead of the Vikings-Eagles game. <laughs> okay. Second pick. Or I guess this is my third pick. Uh, I'm going to go with a scene that I have actually spoken of probably many times on this pod. So I have to take it here. It's not a fight scene. It's just a badass move, in my opinion. Furious 7. Yes. R.I.P. Paul Walker. Sprinting mm. up the side of a bus... As it's falling off a cliff, diving for a drifting spoiler and letting it slingshot him to safety. Um, realistic? Absolutely, because Paul Walker is amazing. And, uh, and badass? Without question. It's my favorite furious scene that there is. Yes, of course. <laughs> I, I had a feeling you had a, a, some kind of Fast and Furious one coming in here. I was thinking of trying to get some kind of uh, Tokyo Drift one, mm. but I, I wasn't really feeling like any, anything in specific. Like, just the whole movie is too good. I would want to just take the whole movie. Um, so, but that, that is a good pick. That is a very iconic okay. scene. Okay. I was, worried, the... I was worried you were going to take um, Vin Diesel's jumping Superman punch, and I was like, oh, God. <laughs> Our, I think, I think the next one for me would have been when he just stomps at the top of the parking garage <laughs> and it collapses. <laughs> or, or the rock flexing out of his cast. Oh shit, that's pretty good. Maybe <laughs> yeah. I'll take that later. No, okay. do we decide is a movie is a movie uh, out of out of service after it's picked? I think so, okay. but there's there's certainly workarounds. Okay. All right. Okay. Um, I'm gonna go with. Inglorious Bastards. Mm, which I saw recently. Yeah. It is the scene where the bear Jew is banging his bat against the stones and coming out of the tunnel. And they introduce mm. him and he puts his hands up and everybody just goes, starts cheering and then he just bashes that Nazi's brain. And it's the scene. There's him banging out and then they're talking about the bear Jew. It's fucking awesome. Okay. I'm glad I can get that reference. This is not a, a Legolas scenario. It would yes. have been like two months ago, but I'm recently. You seen ne- wait, you had never seen it? No, we talked about oh that. Oh my on the god, that was awesome. my first time. I know. What did you, you think? I think you put it in a. Well, we talked about it after I watched it. It was very good. I, I liked it yeah. a lot. Yeah, yeah. I have to I have to watch it again. And get hyped at the bear Jew. High feed. High feed. Okay, I like the pick. Where do I go here now? Um, let's go with. The scene that really, my opinion, started the Marvel Universe. Yeah. And that is Iron Man shooting the missile at the terrorists and walking away as it explodes. That's just, that's just the start of something special, yeah. man. Just badass as hell. Killing bad guys. It's one of the, one of the best picks you've ever made on this pod, I'm not going to lie. Thank you. I, uh, I didn't, Thank I didn't you. think you had it in you to take a, take a Marvel movie, to be honest with you. Uh, um, See? See? I, I had planned something probably it was mm. gonna be that scene from Iron Man. Too. Okay. Definitely okay. that one that I would have probably taken in like the fifth round. So this is a really good pick. 
Thank you. I appreciate it. I'm glad that I'm on your level. Yeah. Um, well done. All right. I'm throwing it back a little bit. Mm-hmm. We're going to 300 when the messenger oh, yeah. comes and King Leonidas front kicks him into the giant hole. It is fucking crazy. And it like slow-mos as he's hitting him and the guy just like barrels backwards into the hole. It's pretty awesome. I don't think, I think it's really hard. I, and I, do you remember how big of a thing 300 was? Like it was, it was fucking huge. huge. Like I don't huge. remember an action movie or a, or a movie like that where everyone was just blown away by it and like the special effects and everything else. Like it was massive and uh, people were yeah. obsessed with it. And that's the defining scene of the show. So yeah, it's absolutely. a phenomenal pick. Phenomenal. Pick. Like, oh shit. That, that guy is badass. Mm-hmm. So I mean, you could probably how many, pick how many, how many do you have? I have a few more. I'd say I have one more, like, decently serious one, and the other ones are kind of dumb. Okay. Okay. I was figuring we'd go five, but we haven't taken it. That's fine. We can just keep going. Okay. Uh, I'm going real recent with this one. Ooh. And this one, I don't know if it's considered a move because it's a little longer than just one move, but it is Maverick. Completing the training course in two minutes and 15 seconds to prove that it can be done in front of everybody right after he pretty much got canned. Uh, in the theater, I was just so hyped. Like, I was shaking and I was just like so pumped up. I'm like, dude, that dude is badass. I wish I had thought of doing Top Gun and this is a great pick. However, Oh, okay. I think you Not chose. The there is a move in here that is the okay. best move in this entire okay. movie. Tell me it's what it when, is. It's when Mytel is flying and he flies over the top of an inverted and he looks straight down at him and he's like, well, let's get ready to go. And then he shoots down the middle. Oh, Gets that one got you. You know what I'm talking got about? You. When he like right. hovers oh, yeah. completely yeah. sideways. Oh, I just, I just rewatched it for the first time. I think a week ago since seeing it in theaters and was very hyped as well. Um, yeah, you could go with that, and then even at the end of the movie when he's uh, when he saves Mytel, and I mean, there's a lot of there's a lot of moves in that movie. But for me, I just think the first time I saw the movie, the training was was when I got the most fired up. So they did so good with like the breathing, and I was like, yeah, like, yeah we're in it, we're in it right now. I believe you. <laughs> I know for sure. <laughs> oh, God. oh God, please don't die. <laughs> yeah, uh, good pick, Noel. Well done. Thank you. Thanks. All right. Um, I think I'm going to go with a bit of a crowd pleaser. I've got quite a few honorable mentions, honestly. Um, All right, we can just, go we, we got of, time. We're I, got, I got a bit of a crowd pleaser here. I'm going with one of the biggest movies probably of our lifetime is The Dark Knight. Mm. And it is the scene where the Joker walks in to see all of the other gangsters and he slams that dude's face into a pencil and makes mm. the pencil disappear. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was trying to, when you pulled up Dark Knight, I'm thinking... I'm thinking, which Batman move are you going to go? Of course, it's the Joker. I mean, yeah. a lot of times the bad guy's the most badass. It's, it's in the name, you know? Yeah. Bad. Bad guy, badass. Bad yeah. There's an argument, I think, to be made of the, him blowing up the hospital as he walks away. But I just, I like the scene disappearing the pencil. I think because of the, like, goofy part where he, like, fiddles with the stick and stuff kind of yeah, makes it exactly. less badass. Uh, yeah, for sure. Uh, really well done there too. Really, I'd say strong list. We've got five strong each of us. Um, yeah, okay, we'll just keep going. I have three more uh, that are Perfect. a little 
a little different. Um, I'm just going to go... We're going to transition to sports movies here. Oh, yeah. And I'm just going to go... <clears throat> Timo Cruz pulling up for three on the fast break. That's, <laughs> that's it. It may be a step down from these other ones, but I thought to myself, man, that was badass. <laughs> Timo Cruz has to be top five all-time mentions on the pod, right? <laughs> I have a Timo Cruz jersey. I should be wearing it right now. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah Timo gets a lot of mentions. pretty often, yeah. We do. And... and uh, and Drift King, I mean, I, you know, Grievous Vasquez. Yeah. I'm trying to think of who else is, is top. But. Yeah, obviously great pick. Um, <sighs> <Yeah>. I'm going <laughs> to go with, it's, it's, been, it's been on my mind lately. I don't know if you saw the rewatchables on it. I, I don't know if we've talked about the movie. Have you seen The Equalizer? I think I might have seen the first one when it came out, but I probably don't remember seeing I, I know he kicks ass. Denzel kicks ass. These movies rule. Then Denzel okay. is fucking awesome. There's a new one. The second one is good, and I've heard the third one is also like maybe even better than the first two. So is bit okay. Yeah, it's like his version of like a John Wick, Jason Bourne type type deal, which he deserves to have because Denzel is badass. He's awesome. Would you believe I've never seen a John Wick movie? You would really like them. I think I a lot. think I would. Yeah. Yeah. There. Uh, I've. I need to. I haven't saw the last two. Seen the last two. I don't think. But the first three are. So good. The wait, wait. There's wait, five? no, 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 no. I've seen the first oh, okay. two. There's three and four, right? There's four the new one. Oh, okay. I don't know. I thought I thought there was only three, but maybe I'm wrong. See, like when they had previews for it, I thought that looks so stupid. I thought so too. And, and I watched it, and I, I was like, that "Yeah, over. that was awesome. That was great." Um, I mean, who doesn't like Keanu? So yeah. Anyways, there's a scene in the Equalizer. Sorry. Yeah, go ahead. When he go- mm-hmm. you're good. When he goes to the Russian mafia. And he tries mm-hmm. to buy back the freedom of, um, what's her name? What's her name? What's her name? The weird little face. Yeah. Um, I know who you're talking about, but you're looking for the actress's I gotta, name? I got a, yeah. Dakota Fanning? Is it Dakota no, Fanning? No, is it? Or, um, somebody else. I don't know. It's, it's Chloe Grace Moretz. Okay. Um, all right. <clears throat> There's a scene. So he goes to this rush mafia. He's trying to buy back her freedom. Right before okay. he kills all of them, he like looks around the room and he, he's like trying to figure out what he's about to do. And he just pulls up and he, he like throws out his sleeve and he starts his watch. And I think it's mm. fucking badass. And then he, at the end, he kills them all and he, time, he stops it and he's like 28 minus 9, 19. He's like, all right. Woo! Oh, Denzel's just on fire, man. I love that. I love that. Yeah, I do remember that scene. That's, 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 um, that's badass. It's a badass, badass. move. Or the whole warehouse scene, too. There needs to be more fights in warehouses where you can just, you know, use a rake to, you know, tie it to a barbed wire and it's going to fall and stab some guy in the face. Oh, yeah. I'm into that for sure. Yeah, for sure. I started to, like, Google fight scenes to try to pick some shit up and then I nothing really popped up. So I ended up getting all my picks from just memory. But I did watch... Um, the like bathroom fight scene in one of the Mission Impossible ones with Henry Cavill. Henry Cavill, where he goes Cavill, yeah, where he pumps his arms. <laughs> that fight scene's insane. Like the just people I've throwing through never walls seen and it. stuff. I need to watch it. It's like a little ridiculous if you want to actually go like, okay, he's not throwing like. There's back-to-back vanity mirrors, and the guy just, like, throws him through the wall like it's nothing, and then they're just busting open, like, pulling the, like, a guy reaches out and grabs the pipe for the sink and just, like, pulls it off, like, no problem, and swing, you know. 
one of those, but uh, Hell yeah. it's it's really well like choreographed and it's pretty fucking sweet. So okay, I've I've never I, really spent Mission- time with the Mission Impossible movies. No, I think I would. Like I that. wanted to. I think you would too. I'd say the uh, I I watched the f- original one. Seems like I've seen that a lot of times for some reason, but say the last few are, are are solid. They're very very good. I'd like to watch the newest one. We almost. Depending on what times the movie we're going to be at, if Oppenheimer wasn't going to be at a convenient time, we were going to go to Mission Impossible. But mm. I did too. So. Yeah, that's. I think I ended up watching maybe Ghost Protocol, maybe, um, but I haven't seen many of the other ones. This is similar to like seven years ago. I hadn't seen any of the the Bourne movies, and one of my coworkers just gave me her trilogy set, and I was like, "Yeah, that was fucking awesome." The Bourne movies yeah. are great. Same idea. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, um, good pick. Wait, no, no. Did you? You didn't pick that. Good pick. That was off my by pick. yourself. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> oh yeah. Sorry, I thought you picked pick. that bathroom scene. Okay, I'm getting even farther from the point here. Uh, for some reason, this pops in my head. Uh, when Buddy the Elf launches the last snowball at the kid fleeing away from the scene, I'd say that's pretty right. badass. Yeah. Just that's my next pick. That is uh, no no <laughs> argument <whole> here. <laughs> when he's just laying kids out with snowballs, it's badass. But uh, I'm that's, just thinking yeah. of that last move. Yeah, that's pretty okay. great. No okay. arguments. Okay, good. Um, I'm gonna go back to another Tarantino. I'm gonna go to Django, and mm. it's the the final scene where Monsieur Candy is trying to make Christoph Waltz shake his hand and he doesn't want to do it, doesn't want to do it. And he finally goes up there and he fake shakes his hand, gun out the sleeve and shoots him in the chest. That yeah. is badass. Hidden gun. Bang. My um, gut of badass from that movie would have been when he kills the brothers, when Jamie Foxx kills the brothers. Yeah. The brothers. Have like a, yeah. Yeah. What? He's like a whip. Does he have a whip? Yeah. He's a whip. Yeah. Yeah. That's badass too. Um, Big John okay, the, Lourage. The only other one I have is from, you know, what most people consider to be like one of the most badass movies ever made. Uh, the Benchwarmers. Right. Um, right. Gus Bus, Rob Schneider. <laughs> By the way, after this, we're doing a Rob Schneider draft. So just stay tuned for that. <laughs> Another one? <laughs> uh, there's a scene where he like flips over the catcher to 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 get home and and win the game uh that's all i have for you but i remember it it hyping me up yeah yeah i mean obviously i have no qualms just (laughs) i'm sorry by definition badass you look it up old oxford just uh, like yep that's it i know there's a lot of scenes from that you wanted to take so i'm sorry for eliminating bench warmers but you didn't like the scene where nick swartzen eats the sunscreen that's not the one that you think is the most badass (laughs) Uh, no, no, I went with the Gus bus. Okay. Yeah. Um, I'm going to go, I think I'm going to throw you a pretty basic one. The crane kick from the karate kid. It's a pretty famous, mm. obviously illegal, famous, um, a movie. I'm I'm, out by the way. So you, you rapid fire. Okay. Perfect. Um, have you seen Watchmen? Mm, no, I don't think so. Highly recommend the show on HBO. It's very, 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 very good. The, mo- okay. the movie's fine, but there's a scene where the comedian, is, he's one of the quote-unquote heroes, he's a pretty big piece of shit, but he, uh, before he lights the VC on fire, he lights a cigar in his mouth with his flamethrower. 
Um, the Cliff Booth fight in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood when Tex and the two girls break into his house and he's on drugs and he's just like laughing hysterically and then he realizes the one guy's real. Six his dog on him and then he tries to stab him. It's Austin Butler, by the way, who's playing Tex. He tries to stab mm. him and Cliff grabs his hand like by the wrist and then he flings it down to the left and the guy stabs himself on the leg. I really like that scene. Mm. The self-stab, yes. Yeah, self-stab. Um, all right, two more. So three uh, Tarantino movie references. You're correct, yes. Yep. He does a good fight scene, a lot of blood. Um, Magneto passing a quarter through the skull in X-Men First Class. I don't know if you remember that. Mm. I vaguely do, yeah. Not yeah. wasn't a big X-Men guy, but I saw a few of them, so sure. Yep. Um, and then final one is, are you, have you seen Kingsman? I think so. That's with Taron Edgerton? Or... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. The, the huge fight scene in the first one when they're in the church, you know, and everybody's mm, yeah. just going ape shit and killing each other. Mm-hmm. There's one part in that specifically where he grabs a Bible, stops a knife, bangs the person in the throat, grabs a knife out, stabs somebody, and then stabs the guy in the eye who tried to stab him the first time. It was mm. it's phenomenal. Quite the, quite the combo of moves. I'm kind of disappointed we couldn't get a, a Jackie Chan in here somewhere. He's probably got all kinds yeah. of moves. Oh, you know but... what? Probably has a good move in it. Rush Hour. Yeah, one of the Rush Hours for sure. Oh, Where you know using... what it would be? It's it's the scene in Rush Hour 1 when they're in the bathhouse and Jackie Chan has the towels. I think that's two. Is that two? Is that two? Yeah, okay. where they're picking out the massage, masseuse girls and stuff. Yes, yeah. Yeah, the towels. He's like flinging the Ottomans at dudes. Yeah, and, oof. Yeah. It's fucking awesome. It's so awesome. good. I'm going to have to this, watch that. Listen. We should call it, we'll call it the, we'll name it the Jackie Chan badass moves draft, even though, we, yeah. and just say we left his moves out because they're the best. Because he's always the him. best. Right. Right. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. R.I.P. Jackie Chan. No, I'm just kidding. He's still <laughs> R.I.P. in peace. He's very much alive. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, what's uh, your list, Noel? Read it off. Okay. So I'll just go my five. I guess I went Legolas taking down the elephant. You should at least Google that scene because it's fucking okay. sick. I can do that. Um, I think they're called. Oliphants, not elephants, oliphants. Real like Oliphant the elephant? Is that that, that's yeah. that toy that used to blow the things in the air? Right. The toy that used to yeah. blow the kids. At, I mean, things I'm in the air. the elephant. <laughs> yeah. Jeez. <laughs> um, Arya Stark uh, dropping the dagger to kill the Night King. I got Paul Walker slingshotting himself off the bus. Uh, I've got... Iron Man walking away from the explosion, and then Maverick completing the training course in two minutes and 15 seconds. It's a very solid draft, Noel. I think I've, I've got to say I probably vote for your list off the bat. Okay. I, w- I will also say I did not put any TV shows on my list because I didn't think it was a TV show draft. I thought it was oh, a movie draft, but that's okay. fine. I'll take a win with an asterisk. It's better than a loss. Yeah. Uh, all right. First off, I've got Jack Sparrow hitting the rope to escape in Pirates of the Caribbean. Great. Uh, Scar... Yeeting Mufasa off the cliff in Lion King. Uh, the Kick in 300 by King Leonidas. The Bear Jew walkout when he's tapping the bricks in Inglorious Bastards. And Joker's making the pencil disappear trick in Dark Knight. Don't sell yourself short, Corn. That's a very, very strong. Yeah, I feel pretty good about it. You know, I rethought it. I'm going to win. <laughs> I did think while well, you're talking uh, Pirates of the Caribbean when they're in the blacksmith house and like walking around on the rafters and shit. There's some badass moves in that. Oh, yeah. That oh, yeah. Well. yeah. No doubt. Okay, that has been the Jackie Chan Memorial R.I.P. <laughs> badass Moves Draft. Jackie Chan Memorial R.I.P. Badass Moves Draft. 
Uh, okay, Coin, we are through the first week of the 2023 NFL season. You goddamn right we are. What was your setup on Sunday? Did you eat or drink anything good? No, honestly, I went and got a. I did uh, go get. Uh, there's a little cafe right down the street, so right before our 10 o'clock game start, which is wonderful. Wish it was 11 o'clock, but 10 o'clock will work. Yeah. Uh, went and got a nice croissant breakfast sandwich and mm, a coffee. Lovely. Lovely. And uh, that's kind of all I really did throughout the day. Like, I had the little snacks here and there, and then I bought YouTube uh, Sunday tickets so that me, you, and our other friend Graham could share. And it was pretty horrible for quite a bit of it. It was tough. We're, we're hoping they were working the kinks out uh, yeah. because we just kept having to sign back in. But yeah, I still enjoyed my day. Yeah. We, uh, what was your setup? I, we were at home. Katie made, uh, first she made these like peppers baked with like jalapeno cream cheese that we do a lot, Ooh. which is bomb as hell. And then uh, chicky, wing, chicky wings. Did you make uh, them at home or order buffalo? Made them at home. Made them Look at home you. from the store. Baked them. Do I you, didn't do shit. Katie did. Wow. Do you um, <clears throat> buy full wings and split them yourself, or do you buy them like pre-popped like that? Buy them pre-popped. Nice. Yeah. Katie also like gets weirded out by the skin and like the little like hairy looking things on them, so she chops them to, to shreds and, and gets them looking real clean before she makes them. So we probably waste a little bit of meat, but but it makes her feel better about it. That's so. fine. I was like, I promised you if you just cook them, it like that's what the restaurants do and you wouldn't know the difference. But she's like, no, this is gross. Look at this. This is like this is a little dangling skin hanging from I'm like, okay, I, I get you there. I get you. Yeah. Um, but it was great. Um, any thoughts on the games before we get to our week two picks or comments? Yeah, I, I, I think that I wanted to mention, you know, we did got a text from Graham. Who's the most disappointed after? I mean, how how could you not be? I, even after a win, like Rogers makes it three plays into his. To Jets be clear, tenure. Graham is a Bears fan. Just so those of those who yeah, don't know, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, Jet, Rogers making it three plays into his Jets tenure and tearing his Achilles, which I texted you immediately. I was like, I'm pretty sure that was a torn Achilles. So yeah. not yeah. great. Um, feel bad and even worse that they came back and won that game and ruined a big parlay for me. So that was cool. <laughs> uh, yeah, the, the Aaron Rodgers thing just like, I mean, I can't even wrap my head around how ridiculous it is. Like, <clears throat> probably the biggest storyline in the NFL and it's over in four plays on Monday And it night. sucks because like their defense was as advertised. I don't know if you remember at the end of our end of the season last year, I was hyping up the Jets. I was like, their defense is fucking real. Like it's yeah. really, really, really good. Their defense is that good. I yeah. think it's kind of clearly to me the best defense in the NFL right now. Um and it sucks that they don't even get average quarterback play. Like what what can they do? Maybe they can give they can trade a, like a second round pick to the Falcons for Heineke. Or trade us for Jake Brisket. Yep. That's not a bad Hopefully. movie either. Um, what did you think of the Giants getting just demolished by the Cowboys? Um, it's, it's the biggest concern to me is that we all think, and I think rightfully so, that Dable is an awesome coach. And I, an awesome coach in week one getting his ass kicked is, to a coach that I think sucks. Um, and maybe that just shows the talent gap between the two teams. But then, I mean, I guess Mike Tomlin got his ass kicked too. So sometimes your talent disparity, you, you can't make it up, make up for it from, um, 
with coaching, but I'm not like ready to say that the Giants are like a bottom five team or I am ready to say, I mean, I think the Cowboys are a top three talented team in the league. Right. Uh, right. If Dak plays well and doesn't make mistakes, um, they could beat anybody. Um, I wouldn't, I, I'm not overreacting too much, but um, we'll, we'll get into our picks, but I, I do have some picks related to one or two of those teams later. That's good. Yeah. Um, and then final thought would be just Bears Bears look rough. I said before the season, I don't think that they're getting over their win total. I don't think this is a very good team. They've got a lot of holes still, and I just, I'm not really that convinced of Justin Fields' game. You were definitely right. I uh, bought into a little bit of the Chicago hype. People were hyped as shit out here for Justin Fields, and uh, I took him first first round in that two quarterback league. Thought he and he still could be could be awesome in fantasy and terrible in real life, which he was last year. But uh, man, bad. He's. I just don't think he's good, and maybe he'll get there. But I don't think he's going to get there like next week, like maybe yeah. next year or in two years. But geez, the Bears. I think. Yeah, if it wasn't for the injury for to Rodgers, like the Bears have to be the most discouraged team, getting their ass kicked by Jordan Love, who's never played like, before. So. Yeah, you think that that Rodgers is finally over? You've had this twenty or thirty year run of Brett Favre and Aaron Rodgers going against you and your division rival with the Packers, and then you just get your dick handed to you by fucking Jordan Love. Like I'm not really ready to believe. Like, he looked good. I don't think I'm ready to be like, yeah, he balled out against the Bears defense, so he's awesome. Like. I also saw Mitch Trubisky do good before. Like I don't know. I don't think the Bears have many like greatly talented players. Uh, no, I think they've got a bottom five roster. So I would agree. We'll <clears throat> see um, about it. Thoughts on your team? Uh, my team got the win. Sammy Howell. I'd say I I'd give him a I'd give him a B. I think he uh, looked solid at times and then made some pretty bad mistakes. Obviously, fumbling for a for a scoop and score uh, is really bad. And then uh, I think he had a pretty bad pick. But like early in, the, he made great plays with his legs. He had a sweet uh, rushing touchdown. And he had a nice touchdown roll into his left. Um, so I'm encouraged by the commies. I think if he builds on that, we could be uh, we could be frisky. Um, but yeah, beating the Cardinals and not covering at home, uh, not ideal. Yeah. How about the Cuns? I mean, our I think our run game is as ad, as advertised. It's like I don't know. We can kind of run on anybody. That I think that the Panthers' defense is actually like their front seven is pretty okay. Um, their offense is horrible. Like Bryce Super Young bad. looked bad, really. They bad. may. I. Uh, yeah. They may be the worst team. Like. He's going to have some issues. Like, it was pretty obvious watching that he was telegraphing pretty hard and really only reading one side of the field or maybe going first read, second read, and coming back and trying to trust something. But, like, the the cuts that Jesse Bates was making in front of his late throws over the middle were pretty easy and pretty clear, like, interception opportunities that I was... Uh, that's going to be tough, and it's going to. I think we're going to look back, and you're like, oh, shit, is this guy going to throw, like, 30 picks this year? Yeah. Yeah, might lead the league. If if Josh Allen doesn't, then he might lead the league. Yeah. Uh, also, <laughs> uh, other thought is that feeling pretty confident in my Tyreek to lead the lead in, league in receiving this year. He's uh, still so fast, <laughs> like <laughs> insanely fast. It's 
unfair. We've talked about it before, and I'll say it again. I I just I don't understand what it feels like to move like that. And is the, I don't is the move patented? Like it has to be the Tyreek Hill move now, where you're running downfield, you catch something, and he does that pop backwards before he moves mm-hmm. the other way. I've never seen anybody do that before. Nobody moves no. like that. It's very strange. And and anybody that's tried is not successful. Like guys try to like gather it and then they get tackled. You know, it, it just doesn't happen. So it's, his create that pop creates what four yards of space between him and it's crazy yeah yeah Yeah. he's on another level fun to watch for sure yes extremely and he's got a nice what does he got like a probably 50 yard head start over anybody jefferson had 150 i don't know if anybody had more than that so he might have like 75 yard lead almost 215 yep 215 so 65 pretty solid start now yeah if tua doesn't get much brains um then yeah it's a phenomenal pick yeah, uh, we are we. I like that we have tempered uh, excitement over over our teams, but uh, I'll, you can speak for yourself. I'll say my team won the Commanders. I won money on my gambling bets, and two of my three fantasy teams won. So we call that a, a triple threat, a three for three. So starting the starting the year off hot. What about you? Out of baby Noel, uh, my team also won. Like we said, I also did win money. Could have been a lot more mm-hmm. if the Bills just covered and held up their end. That's fine. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And I went one and one in fantasy, so we'll call it a draw. I went two zero oh, and one. We'll take it to start we'll the week. It. To start Love the it. year. Yeah. Uh, okay. Anything else before we just keep that train rolling? No, keep it rolling, baby. Let's go. Okay, it's time for week two of the bookie shoe. Dude, bookie shoe. Um, of course, we failed our Thursday night pick coin, and uh, we, we were do. forced to pick underdog money line bets. Both of those lost. But besides that, you and I each came up with three bets of our own, and we hit all three each. Let's go. That's right. Six and zero in the pot, baby. Uh, Noel, if you're counting our dog bets, which we are <clears> because we're uh, honest men, three and one on the season. Uh, I'm plus eighty six bucks thanks, thanks to my nice uh, parlay on a hundred bucks wagered coin. What was also your, what three was your and parlay? one. I had over in the Finns and Chargers, parlayed with under in the Bengals Browns. Wow, beautiful! Nice work. little plus two forty. Both of those were like no doubters. Them. Yeah. Oh yeah. Not even. Not even close. Not even close. I think the Dolphins went over like maybe first minute of the fourth quarter, and then yeah. Browns got to no chance. Seven points. It was like yeah, six three, three going into like the fourth or something like that. Yeah. It was, yeah. Yeah. So that was a great bet. Uh, Coin also three and one. Uh, a lot of no doubters as well. I think Tyreek had eighty six in the first half. So. Yeah, that was. I think I hit that <laughs> the second quarter. I was like feeling pretty good. Uh, you're plus fifty three bucks. Your parlay hit as well, just not quite as uh, juicy odds as mine. Um, but Correct. yes, and then our combo bets. Um, we did decide after the pot. So last year we are uh, we always would create a parlay based on our two uh, you know favorite bets. We didn't do it on the pod, but we also went undefeated, so we're counting it. I'm going to say we would have taken Eagles minus four, Jags minus five. And uh, we're, we're going to go ahead and count that as a win. So one and one, uh, if you include our teaser, and up 21 bucks on combo bets, which puts us at plus 160 on the year coin. Let's go, Noel. This is the start we needed. Back. We're getting hot. Hot early. Never looking We don't want to dig out of a hole like we had to last year. So, of course, we're going to go start doing a bunch of stupid teasers and parlays and lose it all here. So uh, let's get to it. Uh, We've got 
Eagles and Vikings on Thursday night. I think the line was six last I checked. I had six and a half. Okay. I've seen, I, it went seven. I've seen seven, six, and six and a half. Okay. Um, well, depending on what we want, yeah, we want we six. We can take any of those. Okay. <laughs> I think we probably do. Uh, yeah. Oh, and then the over-under was 49, I believe? Correct. Okay. I mean, we kind of talked about this a little bit earlier today. Uh, I think getting, getting the Eagles either, either even or plus half or minus half a point. And then uh, we got burned on the over last Thursday night, but I think the Vikings defense is not good. The Eagles defense is a little banged up, but Minnesota's offense is going to should in theory put up more points than New England did last week, and New England put up twenty on them. I think forty three points is incredibly gettable for for these two teams. What's your thoughts? I I lean under under fifty five oh. seems like the play. Interesting. Um, the Vikings really struggled to score last week. Uh, I don't know. I I do lean under, and I think that 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 Eagles D line is going to be all over Kirky. Hit, hit. I think the bigger biggest problem though is Kirk Cousins who he turned the ball over three times and I mean I guess you could say yeah he might do it again against this good defense but in general he doesn't turn the ball over. Um, he did last so, year a lot and it was twenty four to seven last year. Yeah, last year that when after week one it was the week two game. Oh, the Vikings against got the annihilated. Eagles. Yeah, against sure, the Eagles. okay. Sure, but that's a one game. So you think because he turned the ball over against them? I mean. I hear you. We, you know, we probably get sucked into too many overs, so I could probably roll with you. Uh, under 55. Again, just early season. I think early season we're okay. Going under 55. Okay. All right. I'm, I'm good with it. Under 55, and we're going to we just want take Eagles, Eagles. Right? Yeah, yeah, we'll just take a, a pick them. I was, I was looking at it, and I was like, I guess if you like Vikings plus 12.5 or 13 isn't bad, but. I mean, no. the likelihood of them losing by 20 is just as, you know. Yeah, I think like 31-17 or something is like what yeah. it feels like to me. But For sure. Okay, we'll see if we can uh, get back on track on teaser night football. Cool. All right, give me your first bet, Coin. Um, Alrighty, Noel. My first yeah. bet will be the Los Angeles Rams at home against the Niners plus seven and a half points. Okay. Um, okay. Except last year with a tanking Rams team, the three Rams home games before that were three-point games versus the Niners. These are just division games. The NFC West hangs kind of tough. And mm-hmm. I think that the Rams showed a lot of fight last week. Yeah, Stafford was really good. Um, the Seahawks uh, were not good. Uh, both of their starting tackles got hurt, which uh, explains why Geno got me eight fantasy points. <laughs> um, I don't hate it. I don't hate it. I like it. Um, I'll have to think about it. I, I glanced at that one. I wouldn't have gone, yeah, yeah, given that many points in a divisional game on the road. Feels like a lot, even for a team that's probably the most talented in the league. But Yep. I saw uh, a clip from Nick Wright talking about Brock Purdy, about how like everyone's gushing about how great Brock Purdy is. And he's like, like when Jimmy Garoppolo like, took them to the Super Bowl, and then he goes down... And then they just fill him in with the last pick in the draft. 
the conventional wisdom would say, oh, that just means that this system, if you put a very average or even below average quarterback into the system, you're going to be successful. But for some reason, people are going, oh, Brock Purdy must be awesome because he's undefeated. It's like, no, Shanahan wins with any quarterback he puts in that Anybody. system. So Anybody. Purdy may be good. I don't think he's like doing anything that's blowing people out of the water. Yeah. He's just being mistake-free and, and making good decisions. So I can't imagine I his know. average depth of target on non-wide-open passes is more than seven yards. Right, right. And the, you know, the counter to that is, well, guys are always going to be open because they're freaks and it's a great scheme, but... It's true. At some point, yeah. Seven points on the road. I'm with you on that one. Yeah. Okay, I'm going to just go straight to a parlay, and this is called the get pissed and get right parlay. And it is. First of all, I have a basic rule, which is if the Chiefs are only laying a field goal, uh, I'm betting them. I don't care who they're playing or where. So Chiefs minus three at Jags, even though I'm high on the Jags this year. And then Giants minus five and a half at the Cards. Um, shake it off. Oh, you giving me a look? I thought it was minus four. Oh, gosh. I hope it's four. I saw five and a half. Okay. Uh, I'll, if it's four, oh, we'll check after this. If it's four, I'm taking four for sure. But I, I think they're winning by a touchdown anyway. I just watched the cards play. They're not all that great. The, the commanders tried to give them the game. Um, and I don't think the Giants are all that bad. Sometimes the wheels just kind of fall off um, as they did last week. So As you'll Dable see later gets on. Them on track. I agree. Plus 264. I'm Great tempted bet. to throw in the get pissed and get right parlay, throw the bills in there too, but I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to leave them. They have, a, they have a tough game, right? Mm-hmm. No, they play Raiders. I mean, oh, yeah, depends on if you think that's tough, but. Yeah. Uh, good, good, good bet. I like that one. Yeah. Jags pull out a squeaker last week. I just, I don't know. I think the Chiefs get right here. They need Kelsey okay. back. He'll be fine. Yeah, I uh, love it. I'm. I don't have. I don't have a parlay for you yet. I've got another just basic one right off the bat. I'm just going. Jets Cowboys under 38 and a half. I know it's not very many points. I just think both of these defenses are really fucking good, and the Cowboys defense can swarm, and they're playing Zach Wilson. So, I don't think there's. I think this is like a 2010 game. If you had a six and a half guns to your head, Correct. which way would you bet that spread? What's the spread? Nine. Mm, I just said it was a 10-point game. I think I would bet Jets, honestly. Okay. I kind of think the same. I, uh, yeah. I thought about it. I even thought plus 310. <laughs> That's juicy. <laughs> That's just wishful thinking, though. That's my bias coming uh, out. So. Is it, though? Although, defense I do remember good. very distinctly one of the biggest upsets I ever picked on... Uh, I think these were Stonesy picks. Was yeah. I believe the Jets beat the Cowboys. They were like eight point dogs, yeah, and exactly. I picked it. That was a great win. Now this is a little different circumstances, but I'll think about it by Sunday. I'll yeah. probably convince myself to bet Jets money line. So I could be convinced easily. Okay, all right, good. All right, I'm gonna throw you a uh, a player prop, and Ooh, this is this is too. in a way another get pissed and get right game, and this is for our boy Joshy Allen. He struggled. Against the Raiders, over 293.5 pass plus rush yards. Is oh, the yeah. Uh, he averaged 315 last year. Average. So, and he had, in, in maybe his worst game in five years, he had 272 last week. So, 
Another another twenty yard play gets him there. Uh, minus one ten home for the Raiders. Get right two ninety three. Yeah, go go ahead and count me in on that bet, please. Okay, okay, we will be rooting for Joshy. I have him winning okay. the Super Bowl, so he needs to get right. Okay, um, I will give you my parlay, Noel, which yeah. is the New York Giants minus four or five and a half. Maybe I was making up the four. Maybe it is five, five and a half, whatever it is. Okay, okay. Parlayed with. Daniel Jones over 35 and a half rushing yards. And uh, that is tasty. similar. The two plus 260, I believe. 265. That's really nice. I, uh, I may join you on that one too. Um, Sammy Howell did, did uh, hurt the cards with his legs a little bit last week. And Daniel Jones is, excuse me, better. Better at running than Sammy. Duke and UNC. That'll be a fun matchup. I just realized. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Danny Dimes versus Sammy Howell. Okay. Uh, coin. I'm starting a new. This I'm, I'm giving this a nice new name. So we have two Monday night games, right? Yes. This is not Monday night football. It is Munder night football. Mm. Because I will take be taking two unders on Monday night, and we're calling it Munder night football. Uh, I'm adjusting the lines. It's technically a teaser, but I was playing with the lines on. Uh, so it's pretty close to like a six-point teaser, but I'm going Saints Panthers under forty-six and a half. Oh my god! And I'm going hammer that. Yeah, <laughs> yes. Yeah. And then Brown Steelers under forty-five and a half, and that gets me an even odds parlay. Or sorry, not yeah. even odds. It's minus one ten, so basically a regular bet. Um, yeah, doesn't feel like. I mean, Browns great. defense looked freaking great, and I, I we'll see what we get in those dog picks, but. The Steelers, maybe a get pissed and get right game for them, too. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so there you go. Uh, Monday night football. I've been waiting all day for Monday night. That's what uh, <laughs> I've been hearing around. So I love exactly. it. I, you're throwing out some really, you're throwing out some bets that are speaking to me. No, I, <laughs> when you're hot, you're hot. Like, I'm in. <laughs> you're hot, you're hot. I can see an 0-5 week coming. Oh, baby, it's coming. Uh, my final one uh, should be no surprise. Obviously, it is the Atlanta Falcons, who are home dogs to the Green Bay Packers, plus one at home. Give it to me. Give it to me right now. Coin, I got something to tell you. I have them at plus two. Oh, oh. I'm just going to take the money line then. Okay. It was, it was plus 105. Yeah, that's, plus not even, that's not even my dog. That's just a bet. Okay. I love that. I love that. Uh, it was I was considering that for my dog. Yeah, I texted you when uh, I was listening to the Guest Alliance pod, and uh, they said <laughs> they were home dogs. I'm like, why? Because they beat up on the Bears. We just you guys just whooped Carolina. What are we What yeah. are we talking about? Yeah. Um, I will be I will be betting on Atlanta in some fashion this week once again. Let's go, baby. So, yeah. Okay. That you got anything else before dogs? No, that's all my bets. Okay. Uh, again, we probably need a rebrand of this, but you got this. You got that dog in your coin. I got that. We're zero and one. So this is this is our weak spot so far. Um, we both really wanted the Titans. They should have fucking won. Tannehill. Yeah, that was bullshit. That was such a trash loss. Yeah, trash loss. Lose by one. Um, I was forced to then pick the Steelers. I should have fucking picked the uh, like picked the Browns. Uh, that was my other or like thought. any other team. 
Yeah, any other team. I think there was like seven or eight underdogs that yeah. won out, right? So yeah, we yeah. did a bad job there, but what can you do? Um, <coughs> excuse me, the Titans did cover, so you're, you're 1-0 against spreading this. Um, I get to go first, though, because you went first. You do. Time. And I am going to go ahead and take the Steelers. Uh, I didn't take yours. Uh, at you home for the I'm Browns. Going. I mean, I wish I had done a little more research on this, but like, come on. The Browns are I mean, favored in, in Pittsburgh? Like, That's has that crazy. ever happened? Has That's it crazy. ever happened? I wish I ever. wish that you had I wish that you had looked up the last twenty years record of Browns versus Steelers. You could have basically told me any record, and I would believe it. You'd been like, "Did you know that the Browns are <laughs> one in eighteen in Cleveland or in Pittsburgh in the last nineteen years?" And I'd be like, "Yeah, that's that checks out." I think it's close to that because I'm pretty sure they beat Big Ben like maybe once in his entire Pittsburgh tenure. Well, I can tell you uh, that. Since Bill Cower took over the team in 92, the Steelers have a 43-12-1 advantage over the Browns. Yeah, um, pretty good. Pretty good, pretty good, but that, that's the best number I got for you. That'll do okay, it. what's your dog pick? No, I will be staying in the AFC North, where I will be picking the Baltimore Ravens as three-and-a-half-point dogs to those Bengals who just looked horrible. Like, really bad. Uh, That's plus 150. Okay. Okay. Um, Yeah, I think you're getting that extra half point. That helps. Granted, you're doing money line, so I guess it doesn't matter. But, uh, yeah, the Ravens didn't look like world beaters, but yet they came away with a 15-point victory in the NFL. So you can't can't complain too much about that. So I'm with you. We both picked the Ravens to win the division, and Bengals... I think they probably need more than a week to, to get right. So, I agree. Bro okay. needs time. He passed for Bro. 82, 82 yards last week. I I also saw a tweet about how like uh, everyone, and this is more probably because it was a primetime game, but everyone's like losing their mind about how bad Josh Allen was, and like okay, he threw some bonehead picks, but like Burrow was objectively worse. I feel like worse. at least no Josh bad. Allen put up some points. And, like, I didn't hear oh, anybody, Oh, everybody's like, babying him. They're being like, oh, yeah. that Browns defense oh, was amazing. Was the Jets defense is so fucking good. Quinton Williams is in his face all game. Right. They're like, oh, you know, he hurt his calf, so he didn't get any practice. I'm like, what Please. the fuck? Please. Granted, I'm a, I'm a Burrow guy, but I think he's getting babied too much. So. Yeah. Okay, that's been Bucky Show Week 2. <laughs> what time is it, Coin? It is... 1033. Oh, looks like it might be the name when I'm in a hometown here. Inspired by the show we call this That's right, everybody. It is time for everybody's favorite trivia show, Stumptown, the show where your boy Noel tries to take a interestingly worded question and spew it into Coin's face and see if he can maybe not answer it or maybe he will we're not sure until i ask so now i ask coin yes no (laughs) week one in 2023 saw many of last season's powerhouse teams start their year with a big l the three best afc teams from 2022 the chiefs bills and Bengals, all suffered tough losses Mm -hmm. fans of these teams are likely not panicking after all it's a long season 
you only need nine or ten wins to make the playoffs, and then at that point, anybody can go win the Super Bowl, right? Right. Well, we'll find out. The league went to a 16-game schedule back in 1978. Yes, 45 years ago. How many teams would you guess out of those 45 uh, won the Super Bowl with 11 or fewer wins? Six. 45. Oh, you actually undersold it. It's 10. Oh, damn. Uh, 10 teams with 11 or fewer wins, and then uh, with 10 or fewer wins... That drops down to just five teams. Ever did that. That's what I was thinking you said the first time. Okay, okay. I might have, you might have thought I said less than 11, so that was a very good guess. And then no, no, uh, no, I did. only... I knew exactly what you said. Okay. <laughs> only one team ever has won the Super Bowl uh, after going 9-7. and seven. Uh, I'd like to focus on those, those, those lower five teams. So okay. the first team to do this were the 1988 San Francisco 49ers. Nice. Uh, a guy named Joe Montana went eight and five as a starter in the regular season, and Steve Young went two and one. I was unaware that there was a season where they were alternating starts. Didn't Apparently, there was. Uh, but ultimately, Jerry Rice carried them to uh, to a ring. The other four teams who ended up winning a Super Bowl after going ten and six or worse all happened in the past twenty years. Oh wow! Believe it or not, look at that. I'd like you to name all four of those teams. Great. Just the team name, not even year? Um, you don't have to guess the year uh, necessarily, but you maybe need to mention something about the team. Like, I don't, I don't, if you were like, if you know the team, but you get the, you're a year off or whatever, you know what I mean? Yeah. I, I know that the Giants did it in one of their upsets of the Patriots, right? Ten wins. Okay. So I believe I'm going to go with the... Let's go with the 07 one. The 07 Giants were 10 and 6. Good yeah. call, Colin. Thank you. Um, I believe that also the Steelers did it against the Cardinals? Or was it the Seahawks one? Let's go with the Cardinals. I can tell you, Colin. The Pittsburgh Steelers in 2005 were 11 and 5. They did Back. not meet this criteria. Damn. And they are not on this list. Okay, okay, okay. I'll guess the Packers. I'm pretty sure they were like 12 and 4, 13 and 3. But. The Green Bay Packers in 2010 were 10 and 6. That is correct. Yes. Good. Yeah, I think they were like, the, they might have been the sixth seed. I think I mean, they were a wild card team for sure. That's right. Because the following year they went fifteen and one, but did that's not right. Yeah. That's right. That's right. You said twenty ten. Yep, twenty ten. Yeah, and then they lost to the Giants. The Giants. <clears throat> um, was was the <laughs> Niners team that won over the Ravens? Was that? Wait, wait. Am I getting it backwards? Which Harbaugh won? The Ravens. In 2012, were they 10 and 6? The Ravens in 2012 were 10 and 6. Yes. You are correct, Corin. And then let's go with the Saints. The New Orleans Saints 
are not on this list, so I couldn't tell you how many wins they had. Um, that was only two strikes. Coin, I'm going to go ahead and give this to you because I sort of misled you a little bit. Uh, there, You can guess the same team twice. Is it the other Giants team? It is the other Giants team. Oh, team, okay. Yes. <laughs> I know, I kind of fucked you up. But uh, the 2011 Giants were actually the only 9-7 and seven team to ever win the Super Bowl. Oh, fuck yeah. I was going to say, I was like, I know that one of the, both of those teams were not very good. They were not good. No, both wildcard teams. I thought it was very interesting that, well, first of all, it was 2010, 2011, 2012 were the last three times that this happened. And, yeah. and then the previous time was 07. So, like, this has only happened five times in the last 45 years, and they all happened, or four of them happened in a six-year span. That's, That's kind of weird. Something, yeah, what was going on with the league where there was wild card teams coming out? A lot of parody. Of playoffs. Yeah. Yeah, apparently. Apparently parody. Apparently parody. Uh, great job, Coin. You were not stumped. Uh, Thank you. Back great on question, track. Noel. Thank you. It's always Thank a great you. question when I get it. It's a bad question if I don't. <laughs> That's right. Okay. Uh, that'll do it for another episode of The Rookie Show. Um, you can follow us on... Follow us on... Follow us on Instagram. Pash Rush. And uh, Twitter, Rookie Show Pod. Correct. Where can they follow you, Coin? You can follow me at King Coin on both Instagram and Twitter. Where can they follow you, Noel? You can follow me at Decream Fillin on Twitter. You can follow me at C Travis Noel on Instagram. The C, of course, stands for ChampsOrChumps.com, mm. which may or may not be where I got this list of, of uh, 10 and 6 teams. Uh, like ChampsOrChumps.com, Travis Noel is what my parents named me. It's, it's quite unfortunate. Um, and that's going to do it. So yeah. somebody needs to play us out. Who might that be? Have you heard any good music lately? What are you feeling? Oh, gosh. Um, let's see. How about, who was the uh, stupid trivia question that we uh, had today that we all Fucking missed? Grateful Dead. Grateful Dead? Should the Grateful Dead play us out? Yeah, sure. mm, Probably not. Oh, yeah, I don't really know. What's it? I don't know what a Grateful Dead song would be. No. They don't all that. It's like a jam band. What's up, buddy? Yeah, just like fuck, them. fuck them. Fuck them. Fuck them. Fuck them. Um, uh, lemonade came on this morning when I was working out. So oh, play us out, Gucci, Gucci Mane. Bring Gucci. Gucci Mane dog. Come on, on back, Gucci. Back. He loves the dog. Right. Lemonade it is. Play us out, Gucci. See you later, bro.
and girl be killing me. She say I be killing her. I say I be feeling it. Four days then I'm sick of her. Cause her brain is lemon head. Cocaine white exterior. Interior lemon head. Yellow with the off white trimming. I call that the super drink. Yellow diamond pick your ring. Call that Delta lemon rock. Cherry box a lemon bag. My earring size an apricot. Yeah, I smoke that strong a lot. Yeah, I need some what you got. Half a pound of lemon kush. Call that pack the lemon drop. Canary yellow lemon white. Big bird yellow top. Yellow polo polo strippers white and yellow polo soft. Gucci man be popping dog. He don't got all he say he got. Yes, that's what lemon homie. I can supply down the 50 blocks. Yellow bow park at the top. Yellow bone gon' make the drop. Flip the flop mine off the top. Then go buy me a yellow yacht. Let's go Yellow carpet, woke up in the morning, fuck it, bought a yellow Aston Martin, yellow bricks, yellow dust, yellow link, yellow toast, yellow pills, spinning wheels, yellow wheat, we all with us, coward ass nigga, yellow stripe, you a yellow bag, AK hit your dog and you can't bring no yellow bag, yo, you should bring a 80,000, that's a yellow flag, yellow home, mellow home, you know you a scary cat, no sleep for two days, so my pupils lit yellow, five flights, six shows, quarter me and on my schedule, regular that shit Gucci might. Niggas know they in trouble. Green eyes, red light, caution. Gucci rock yellow. Gucci, Gucci. Sway. I wanna fuck with her. She don't need no lame nigga. She need a thug nigga. Yeah. 